Hi there and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host Pete Pasco. It's myself sitting at the piano here on this wintry sort of a Melbourne evening and uh, that's not such a bad thing because I'm in a good place in front of the piano. Uh, it's fun doing these things. This one's called You're Mine, um, song I see I wrote back a long time ago, um, April the 12th. <laughs> Hang on, let's have a look in the old green book here. 1988. Okay, that sounds pretty old, 1988. I remember a time in my life when 1988 sounded like the distant future. <laughs> I mean, I was in the States when I was an exchange student, 1983, 84, and Michael J. Fox said, hello, the phone's going, we are in the future. I'll just uh, hold proceedings because, yeah, that's what's going on. I'll be right back. <laughs> I just thought I'd Hello. leave that in because here we are in 2023. There's a phone going off in my pocket. That wouldn't have happened when I was a kid. That would be a very unusual thing because that phone was hanging on the wall. This is like something from Star Trek. All right, I think it's time to roll the intro music. Welcome along. Here we go. <laughs> and welcome to the podcast where... Uh, Oh boy, I aim to put you in the shoes of a piano man, a songwriter, um, give you an idea of how it feels to receive phone calls when you're on air. <laughs> in modern times, alright, I think it's time to bring some sort of semblance of order to proceedings. Here we go. Now, speaking of a while ago, the version you're about to hear of your mind was recorded in 1992 live by myself and my good friend, Mr. Paul Dredge, co-songwriting buddy and uh, i see it was 8th of july 92 so almost that many years ago to the day picture us now we're in the piano bar grab a seat give you a quiet nod from the grand piano paul sitting in on his electric guitar in this case and we're having a look at your mind got the chords in front of us and it's a song we've had a bit of a look at paul's familiar with it and uh, we've done a, maybe a, just sang through the harmonies once. Yeah, we'll, we'll give it a go. Why not? <laughs> Without further ado, this is your mind rolling. Yeah. 
There you go. Uh, thanks, Paul. Very good. Uh, Paul's over in New Zealand right now, and here I am in the studio these years later reflecting on what was a fantastic evening. Sorts of songs we would have been playing back then. Oh, reading off the set list here, Fire and Rain, Why Worry, Tears in Heaven, You're Mine. She Goes On, um, Crowded House number there. So, you know, ain't Captain Fantastic. Oh, I must have listened to this. Cool. Great fun recording. It really is uh, Great fun writing songs. Um, just a word about the performance there. You can tell we're pretty relaxed, eh? We were doing that five nights a week for about four hours a night. And we were loving it. We were just so lucky to have that gig. And the, that sound was good. And we could just, just confidently sit in each other's songs, which is what Paul was doing, just putting the music back up there. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a real pleasure. We had confidence in each other that we were going to go to a certain level of performance and think, yeah, sure. Did you hear? I missed the chord at the end there. Didn't matter. Hardly missed a beat. Carried on. You know, someone's having dinner. You all have medium rare things. It's like they're not going to catch that sort of thing. It was that sort of gig. Now and then we might get a slightly puzzled look from a, a patron that was in the bar a lot closer going, what? what? Did you? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, where did the song come from? Well, this was song number 112 back in the day. Uh, I'd not been long... Not back been not long been back down from a fantastic mountain gig where I was the uh, performer, the piano player and singer in this really cool old restaurant at National Park in Mount Ruapehu in New Zealand. Had a great time and I'd, I'd come back into town because spring was here, the snow was on its way out, and coming back was a, a strange thing. And where am I going to live? And uh, a friend of an ex-girlfriend of mine, nurse, she said, oh, i got a place for you to live here. I'm looking for a flat, mate. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, so cruised in there. Um, I might have had a friend at the same time who was a little bit miffed that it wasn't her I was moving in with. <laughs> but look, I just wasn't ready for that. I was just a pup. So this song was sort of a bit of a song, I think, to 
to take the edge of proceedings. How was I thinking I might do that? Probably not terribly tactful, being a good Sagittarius self. <laughs> anyway, your mind, what I'd like to do is uh, to dive into the lyrics. And maybe that'll explain it, or not. Here we go. And if you need to cry, mm, I've got the time. Good, okay. You need to laugh, I've got the lines. Sure, I've got those one-liners, buddy. Mm, gonna need them sometime. And if you need to hear it, you know, you're mine. That was it in a nutshell. And I've sort of steered clear of this song a bit, really, because of the line, you're mine. Um, the whole taking ownership of someone, is, is that right? Or is that like security in a relationship? This is the line I've sort of wrestled with. I remember I've tried to sing it, you're fine, you'll be fine. And, you know, it's just never quite sat right. Maybe after all these years, you know, you're mine. Maybe we belong together. You know, it was a, a song and a moment in time. I mean, that relationship is long gone. Uh, the way these things come and go. Here I am married down the years later and uh, very happily so, might I add. Okay, there's weeks in our lives we wish would just go by. So this is sort of taking a step back. In general, general here, we, we all have rough weeks. Uh, there's strength in your heart comfort a friend and I have a sort of a sigh something dies because I needed something really to rhyme with by so this is perhaps a slightly unfinished song looking back if that was the case and we'll go back to that later let's pick that verse up again as it is there's weeks in our lives which would just go by there's strength in your heart to comfort a friend so you need something start or something with heart I would say back to and if you need to cry then the next verse is, there's light in our lives that won't let us darken our days. There's love in your eyes, so why do we cry? Yeah, so little bumps along the way can bring out something extra. And we just take a moment, I think taking a moment to acknowledge there's a bump for a start, and then maybe trying to do something about it. Yeah, you're sure you can try and patch things up, not always successfully, perhaps, um, my the way I do as a songwriter quite often, not always, but quite often, put some words down on a page, and that's what I did, for better or worse. Um, just like to add that uh, Jenny, the nurse, moved out, and who should move in? Paul Dredge. <laughs> Complete chaos. Actually, Paul brought some order to proceedings. Um, I was perhaps a little bit more relaxed around the house in terms of housework and things like that. But we did like a game of darts after the gig. We were playing four nights a week in a, in a top 40 band then and making a raucous amount of noise. In fact, our, our song, um, our warm-up for our vocals was a bit like this. Ow, 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 ow. Ready to go? Yeah, yeah. It was a joke. It was a James Brown kind of thing as we walked out the door for yet another evening of screaming our lungs out over the top of you know, the, the band, the rock. And there would come in the daytime, we were doing this sort of thing. Bit different, eh? And this is what I'd be doing back in 1988, thinking, what's in here? And I think, what's in here? Looking at these words, you're mine. Hmm. Okay, I think I'd better move it along a bit in terms of the tempo because they're pretty, yeah, pretty straightforward, kind of almost sad lyrics. I don't want to go, you know. If you need to cry, everyone, there's some seats moving, everyone's leaving. 
I got the time if I need to laugh. It's not the way I write a song because, you know, it's kind of working, but it's a song for someone else. Yeah, not not me as a songwriter. So honest to me, honest to myself, I sort of think it needs to, I, uh, cause I'm actually saying something, but I'm not saying something. If it cruises along, maybe it's going to become not such a sad song. So that's what I started out. And a common thing to do with this chord is go to the relative minor. Okay, so I might have that in mind. I'll flute the melody. What's the melody? I don't know. I'll try. And if you need to cry. Oh, oh I've got the time. Wasn't expecting that. That's pretty radical. Okay, let's look at the chords. What do I do? Pretty right. This one. So I think that's actually changed key in there. It's gone from yeah, from one line to the next. That's classic Pete Pasco stuff, I can tell you. I get these, I've had some very interested looks from Paul back in New Zealand and some very puzzled look from my current band Pete Pasco and the pa- Patient Hum in Melbourne when I've introduced songs that have changed key within the first three um, you know, chords <laughs> not the thing to do when your guitarist just plays by feel kind of thing rather than looking at the chords he's playing along and oh we've changed key but then we're back hmm. so it kind of works well it works it does yeah So if that worked again, why don't we do that again, yeah? And when you've got the lines, whoa, no. And if you need to laugh, <laughs> which you got to do when you carry on again. This time, I've got the lines. So I think I've changed key again, people. <laughs> but then I'll bring it back to this descending minor run, which brings us back to that chord. The change key. It's all good. We're back. In fact, I'll go below a chord, <laughs> below the key, and come back. Talk about modulating all over the place. It's funny. Modulating's when you change key, and just it works. I think it really works, and it's cool. I think it's cool. I think it's an original bunch of chords. I thought, mm-hmm, I'm going to stick with that because when I went, and if you need to hear it. You know, you're a mine And then we just tail it away Repeat that bit So when I did that bit Did I do it to be clever? No, I didn't even know what I was doing At this stage of my songwriting career You would think after 112 songs I might have learned something about relative chords but I hadn't. I didn't even know. I heard other people talking about it. It was like, allergic to that theory. What? Eh? Like the circle of first one? What? Yeah. I'll just play whatever comes to mind, man. And it has its place. It really does. Um, here's the thing. I think it's a really good idea to learn the theory. I think it really is. Um, and then, sure, let go of it. Go with instinct. And come up with stuff like... Because it's cool. But I think it's like being a painter and just knowing 
that yellow and red mix oranges. It's just worth taking the time to do that sort of thing. It saves a bit of heartache along the way when you try and have to sit down later with someone like Paul and try and chisel off the edges. Chink, chink, chink. Yeah, I think I think this would work well. Chink, chink, chink. If you didn't, dock, dock, dock. How about smash that one apart? Why did you go to A flat there, dude? That's an interesting thing to do. And having someone around that you can talk with about it, that you trust, having a, a Paul and I are that for each other, having that sort of sounding board. Yeah, what did you think? Yeah, like, I think that showed promise in a very diplomatic way. Uh, or, no, that, that, yeah, that, that, that's in the bag, man. That, that, that's cool. Just carry on with that. Or, you know, that sort of thing. It, it's good to have that. My current band are also that patient hum. I put a song to them and I go, yeah, that works to here. Why don't we just push it through to there? And so, you know, more give and take and sometimes a bit more of a push. But when you're working with guitarist, drums and bass, it's a matter of putting it into the rock realm, yeah? So working with people that you, um, uh, with being aware of where they're at, and so you fit the song in with what's going on, yeah? Yeah, with your parameters. You can have a conversation with yourself. I frequently do, I tell you. As a songwriter, I'll be going, yeah, well, that worked. Yeah, that worked. Did this go? Hang on. Did this go? Again, like I said, if you need to laugh, that's all good. We're gonna go here. Be brave. Ah, oh yeah, okay. And here. So I got to the point where I had an agreement with myself after a bit of discussion, <laughs> thinking, yes, that's good, we have a chorus. And I like the chorus. It's a little bit unusual. Because it's a little bit of an, an unusual chorus, I thought it might be a good idea to do very straightforward sort of a, a verse. So that's why I went... There's weeks in our lives, which is actually the... Harmony, I'm singing there, I'm a bit chicken gear, but it's like higher. There's weeks in our lives. So I was younger. Again. Yeah. We wish we'd just goodbye. Can't help myself, I've got to change. The strength in your heart. What happened there? Yeah, I changed key, but I kept the same sort of motif, the sort of the same da da da. But then I went, what do I do? The strength in the papa. So we had, and then, and then what? To comfort a friend. And we needed that. Because, ooh, that's bringing it back to... The moment we resolve, resolve to back to G, within from to there, to there. Looking at looking back at it now, all these years later, I've got the benefit of hindsight. I can see these things. I've learned a few things. Hopefully, I have. I continue to learn things each week. 
like I teach piano to kids and I learn things as I'm talking because I'm realizing, oh, there's another block. I sort of missed that, feel like I knew that, you know. It's not a bad thing um, when you don't know stuff to throw paint at a canvas for sure. So what I'm wrestling with here, just, no, not wrestling, discussing, is when is theory good to know? I th- look, at I think it comes back, if you can learn it, the earlier the better. But the thing is, hang on. If, if, you're, if you're writing songs, hang on and go with what feels right instinctively. Yeah? If you do that and your theory is there, it's like this little um, underlying, I don't want to use the words like safety net because you don't want to be scared. It's not about being scared. It's about getting out there and just just going with it. Go, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll, that'll work. Yeah. No one's there to tell you it won't. In fact, I'll do it again just to prove a point. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. So you got to back yourself as a songwriter. Um, it's certainly not arrogance. Let me get that straight. It's not that. Uh, and like you sort of expect what am I talking about here? Expecting to be met. Expecting to be met. It's like going to a crossroads. You're you're putting something out there, and and you're floating with good intentions, and you think, yeah, I think I think this is going to work, and I know that'll work. Ooh, where am I going to go? I'm having fun. I'm just just purely playing. Purely playing. I don't mind that. That is what songwriting is. After how many how many episodes? Hundred and sixty odd. Purely playing. <laughs> In a way. It's where the melody came from. And I like that. Did it again? Yeah. Because I thought that can't be right, but it was, yeah? This. And I hesitated because my theory, the theory that I know now, is saying you can't possibly do that, Peter. It didn't sound bad. Had I done it, it would have been fine, yeah? It works, yeah. And if you need to hear it, here it is. You know, you're mine. And so, what about harmony now? Did you, did you hear Paul singing those beautiful harmonies of sitting with the guitarist? Such good fun. You know, one guy's going, Weeks in our lives. Paul's going, Weeks in our lives. So you get that. Such a good feeling. And then, Strengthen your heart. Strengthen your heart. You get that. And a really nice moment here where I'm sort of going, 
Comfort a friend. Paul's going, Comfort a friend, perhaps. So you get that. Paul might have even done something. I don't know what it was, but it was a cool harmony. I must go back and have another listen to it. Um, dressing up the song, yeah. Sort of, it's how you choose to arrange it from there. Well, that's a step on. This, this, this podcast is about songwriting, but I do go all over the place and I do get into arranging because that is a, a subject that is big for me. I just, I love arranging songs. I just finished uh, the fourth mix of an album coming up from Pete Pasco and the Patient Hum Rock Music, and I, I just loved it. I went through, I had the songs up to a certain stage, had a list of what to do, yellow the vocal there, do that, put that guitar there, had it blasting out the speakers, and for all neighbours, turned it down, put the headphones on, yeah, that's pretty good, yeah, oh, hey, what was I thinking there? All that sort of stuff, you're looking, it's like the details of a painting. At this stage, as a songwriter, I'm thinking details of the song, yeah. And just, just sort of, you just sort of refine things over time. That whole. Unusual for me, but a bit of melisma. You know what? That's where you sort of rock the melody up and down off. Diddly diddy. Yeah? And if you need to cry, or whatever I did, cry. It was only cry that has one syllable, but I think in this case, it worked. If you need to laugh And whatever we did live I'm going to go back and have a listen to that Because live straightens out That can be the chip, chip, chipping If you're confident enough to get out there And give songs a lash and Sometimes it's not until you set them free and think, Okay, oh, look, I think this is close enough Let's give it a go If you're in the situation where you have a gig And I think this is why a gig for young people is so so important that those gigs have got to be available so that people can get up as Paul and I were and going brave enough to present a song in amongst songs by you know uh, James Taylor or Neil Finn or whatever and think, yeah our song's going to fit in there no worries sir. <laughs> give it a lash you got to get so super confident to get to that point give it a go and we were lucky to have that gig we were lucky to find ourselves our, our voices find our voices together which is what we were doing in terms of finding our voices a piano player and guitarist and finding our individual voices vocally and finding how those voices dovetailed together uh, lucky to have that relationship with paul still after all these years uh, the last album we did um the untrodden track so proud of it's streaming now check it out I hope you enjoy it. Got another one on the way. You know, it's it's we got eight songs in the bag, I think, another four coming along and who knows, maybe we'll do your mind sometime. I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe for someone else. I don't know. It's fun, you know. This bit. It's a pretty melody looking back um, It's song number 112 uh, I think it's a pretty melody I'm really pleased with this song uh, The words are a little bit unusual for me They're a little more obvious 
and but then they go to a more of a, a global thing like um obvious you know when you need to cry baby oh i've got the time need to laugh yeah i got the lines need to hear it you know your mind so there's that three thing time lines mine yeah and then i've gone taking a step back and go you know what there's weeks for, in all our lives yeah so i've sort of made it like consciously a conscious choice as a lyricist there to go rather than deeper that way i've sort of stepped back and give it more of a global thing an inclusive element yeah so as to not i mean it's pretty intense sort of emotion to start with oh man of course i'm in some pain here um i'm not going to shirk away from that that's my starting point but where i'm going to go with that rather than just bring everyone along to feel more pain what i want to try and do is take this somewhere that says try and make sense of it i I, I didn't mean to hurt anyone that sort of thing um but you know hey we all hurt along the way series of letting go in life getting to know people and having that that's where music i think can be such a healing wonderful thing it has been in my life my songs as it's turning out it's like hell when i just open my heart and have a look into some of my deepest feelings that's how it feels to be a songwriter and you'll be brave you gotta write a song a true song i think it's a starting point when you're doing that hello we've got some truth i I just just to finish with today i'd see it's up to 30 minutes can't believe it um had the best day Yesterday, I went along to uh, a show called um, Show Us Your Arts, I think it was. <laughs> Brilliant name. Harry found me at the Mornington Music Festival. So come along and play your songs. Love your songs and your voice and your piano, Peter. Really nice of him. Super nice guy, Harry. What did he do? He brought together these writers of um, theatre and plays and things like that. We're all in a room together. I did my songs and... There you go. You're gonna you're gonna be a character here, Peter. You're gonna be oh my gosh, I'm gonna be James. Okay, in this in this play, a shortened version of the play. Had a read through. Oh, oh man, I'm gonna have kittens here. I'll give it a go. And um, look, I, I got the thumbs up from these writers. You know, they, they thought I was an actor. You're not. <laughs> no, never given. Oh, I played the role of Jesus and JC Superstar once upon a time, but it was my first slash at that sort of thing, and I really. Really enjoyed putting myself out there. Um, Paul said it was going to be a good life experience, and I, I knew that. And was it? Yes, it was, because it was this wonderful meeting of creative people. You know, Harry did a great job at bringing creative people together because we can all be in our own rooms. Instantly, what was that phone call about? There was a fellow, Jeff, that phoned me up. He, he, we saw each other play at the Mornington Music Festival. He just phoned me up to see if I'll play a gig on Friday night. Now, there is trust. He's trusting me to rock up and do some things that are going to enhance what Jeff's doing on the guitar with his vocal and his guitar. I'll be sitting there on my piano, and again, he says, yeah, bring along some of your charts, Peter, and we'll, we'll see how it all goes. So, well, history kind of repeating himself, repeating itself over here in Melbourne. But we're going to give that a go on Friday. I'll let you know how I get on. In the meantime... I'll leave you with a bit of your mind. Hope you've enjoyed hearing a little bit of how your mind came together, where it came from, uh, and the, and the feeling that was in there. Yeah, def- definitely feeling stuff. All right. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. I have. And uh, without further ado, I think we'll just let your mind sort of take us out of here 
into next week. It's a wonderful creative path we're on here. Hope you're having a fantastic week. Until then, catch you later. This is Pete Pascoe signing out. Bye-bye. Hey, 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 hey.